Good morning and welcome to another bonus podcast. My name is Crystal Taves and I'm the pastor of women here at Northview Community Church um, in Abbotsford Mission and Tri-City, I guess, our three locations. But we are in the Abbotsford campus this morning recording in our little nice little studio in the basement. I am joined today by Thalia, who is my regular partner in crime. Mm -hmm. I am a pastor of care here at Northview and there are three of us. There's myself, Paul Siemens and Vic Schellenberg. Yeah. So we are here to talk about Imagine Ministries, which is a ministry that our church is just very proud of and, and excited about. And we have two guests with us, um, Frida and Sarah. So we're going to have you guys introduce yourselves a little bit, and uh, then we're going to ask you a whole bunch of questions over the next half hour or so. So Frida, why don't we start with you? What can you tell us about who you are? Okay, good morning. Well, I'm Frida, and I'm married to Len Thiessen for almost 18 years. We have three children. Our oldest is Kayla, and uh, we have Lauren, who's in grade 10 at MEI, and we have Joel, who's in grade 8. Kayla, she's been out of the house for about five years, and um, Lauren, she's busy in high school. She has lots of activities on the go, you said, Frida. Yes, she does. And Joel is why we're here today, a little bit talking about Imagine. So we should actually identify what is Imagine Ministries. Frida, tell us a little bit about what is Imagine. Okay, Imagine to us is, uh, well, it's a program where um, children with special needs are able to come and attend church and learn and worship and be with their peers. And Joel has been part of this program for a long time. He's in grade eight now. What, how old was he when he started in there? Um, well, Joel started in day one, so I think he was about four or five okay. when the ministry first started. So okay. yeah, it's gone through some changes since then, and yeah. now as a teenager, it's looking different again, but it uh, it's really amazing, and it's really um, fitting the needs of our family, for yeah. sure. You, Frida, and Len, and Mark and I have been Saturday Night Families for years, and I remember Joel as a little guy in kids' ministry, and he went through a phase where he had to wear a blazer to church every yeah. Saturday. Yeah, he, he was, was very so sharply dressed. Cute. Yeah. Very sharply dressed, and he always wanted to be on stage. And so in the big kids' program, he'd want to say his Bible verse because then he could have the microphone, and it was so cute, this little guy who would say his Bible verse with the microphone. Right. He loved it, and he still, to this day, he loves the stage, and he loves the microphone. Yeah. And he loves the camera. So anything to do with that, he loves to be there. That's cool. So before we yeah. go on to Sarah, why don't you tell us a little bit about just the ways that you volunteered at mm-hmm. Northview, the way you've been involved here over the, yeah, over the last couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've uh, attended Northview since 2000, since Len and I met, and he started a few years prior to that. Um, so yeah, this is our, our home church. Um, I have served in many different areas. When the kids were little, I was in children's ministry for probably a good 10, 11 years. And since then, um, I've gone into the hospitality area. I work in the coffee center and in the atrium on Saturday nights, and I help out with the food um, meal on Saturday nights once a month as well. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, we have a meal here every Saturday, and it's packed full of people, and it's a great time to visit and get to know people before the service. We serve over 400 people with a meal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is a great ministry to be part of, and when Joel and Lauren are able to, I have them help me in those areas as well. So they really feel connected 
to the so people you here. served in kids ministry for a long time, and then you switched out of that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's um, I loved being in children's ministry, but uh, with Joel's needs growing and him not quite fitting into those areas, it got to be really um, hard being here serving intently with the kids, but yet, and then going home. And it just got to be a little bit wearing. And But yet I always wanted to stay involved yeah. at church and be serving. So the hospitality area is what I love to be in that area and just getting to know people. So that was a great fit yeah. to, for me. Yeah. And you've been in hospitality with some of the youth stuff too, right? Yes. And helping with their snacks. and yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. With either Jump Six or the um, young adults as well, serving their snacks or just volunteering on their little outings as well. Yeah. So yeah. That's so neat. It's yeah. been great. So there's lots of different areas mm-hmm. that we can get involved here at church. Absolutely. And different stages of life, different things might work better for us than others. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, what do you like to do outside of Northview? Outside of Northview, I have an at-home business, so I'm a nail technician. So I have a and get have great clients coming to see me, and it's a it's a fun fun outing for me, and yeah. yet it's work. Um, outside of Northview, for enjoyment, I love to hike and walk, and we have a little dog, so she keeps me she keeps me <laughs> active. active. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's neat. Good. Okay, we're going to move on to Sarah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, because many of our listeners might not know who you are. Yeah, hi, I'm Sarah. Um, I'm the director of Imagine here at Northview at the Abbotsford campus. Um, I'm married to a wonderful Dutch guy named Nick. Um, We have three kids, Ethan, who is 14, Lyndon, who is 12, and Annalise, who is 4. So we're all over the place as far as parenting. You are new here. You've only been here since November. Yeah. um, So I'm new to the staff, um, attending Northview for about a year and a half now. And I did attend when I was a preteen. I loved Northview way back, (laughs) way back in the 90s. Um, (laughs) You're dating yourself. Yes, I know. I know. My 14-year-old kid also dates you. Yes, true, true. But um, yeah, so I was really excited to return to Northview with my children and... um, and my husband, and yeah, but on staff, I'm new, I've been here since November, and um, it, it just hit the ground running. Um, yeah. But one thing I have to say is that the staff here are so supportive. Like, mm-hmm. you walk in, and even if it's not the ministry that you're working under, people are like, how's it going? What can I do to make sure that this happens for you? And mm-hmm. and yeah, and same with Imagine Parents, too. Like, what do you need from us? Mm-hmm. And like, that was one of the first questions, actually, Frida and a few other parents, they were like, what do you need from us to, to help you do what you need to do? Oh, that's so great. And I was just, wow, like, this is such a blessing. Yeah. I was so supported. Yeah. So cool. there's, yeah, the, you know, when you start a new position somewhere or take on a new role, um, there's a little, I guess, a little bit of fear or um, nervousness, but that was removed so quickly. Yeah. So, so, so what did you do before you came here? I worked in the public school district um, for many years in special needs education. And I worked as a behavioral interventionist um, as part of a team that worked on life skills, social skills. Um, I worked under the direction of a cognitive behavioral therapist um, providing behavioral intervention. And uh, this was just, um, I, lo- I love what I do. I love what I do because mm. it, it brings inclusion to our community. Yeah. And for me, a Christian community is an inclusive one. So this was just this position and the, the, the possibility to even step into this role was a huge blessing because hmm. it was just... Just fits with your vision for life, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. It just one more step. Yeah. yeah. 
That's, That's cool. Neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us a bit about Imagine in terms of if somebody doesn't hadn't heard about this program, other than what um, Frida's already shared, what can you tell us about what goes on and what happens at the different services if they're wondering sure. which one to be part of, that kind of thing? Okay, so um, Imagine is the Special Needs Supportive Care Ministry here at Northview. On Saturday nights for 5.30, um, we have what we call right now a Youth Plus. So it's open to anyone 12 and older, and it, it literally is a spectrum of ages, um, 12 to 62 some nights. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's predominantly teenagers and young adults, um, and it's geared more towards um, providing a little bit more of a social atmosphere, connecting to the gospel, and just having some fun. Um, sometimes I find kids in this age who are accessing Imagine aren't always getting those opportunities to socialize. Yeah. So it's a really great opportunity for them just to connect with other people. Can I jump in for a second? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have one young adult success story on Saturday nights. Let's call her Jane. Okay. But can you tell us a little bit about uh, some of the challenges Jane has faced and now how it's being addressed at Imagine? Okay, so Jane has been trying to access um, different programs in, in our church. And and just she's just trying to fit in socially and within her community. Um and she was attending programs, and from my understanding, Thalia, maybe you want to... Yeah. Yeah, she... So um, it wasn't working, and so she was seeking medical attention in order to meet her needs for care and socialization. Yeah. So we're talking... It was kind of the thing where she uh, really wanted connection with people, and one way to do that was to faint and have those kinds of episodes, and then, the, of course, as a people staff, we need around. to call the ambulance, yeah. and people would run around, and it was becoming very frequent, and... Nobody was kind of knowing how to address this. Right. And so I spoke with Jane and I said, why don't you come check out Imagine? Maybe it's a good fit for you. Come mm-hmm. come try it. And so instantly she was like, yes, I love this. And she never misses, never misses a Saturday night, comes in um, like ready to engage to the best of her ability. Yeah. Um, and so her frequent trips to the ER we're talking like multiple weekly trips to the ER have been reduced to about two a month, which is currently. incredible. Yeah. yeah, just by getting that need met, just Much by making more stability and security, and oh, it's just so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fantastic for so her. Just and pray mm-hmm. that continues. Right? I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's she's feeling good about herself, and she's found a place where she really fits in. So yeah, it's an imagined success story too. Yeah. Okay, sorry to interject. Interject. Okay. We can go so, back. So yeah, Sunday mornings then. <laughs> so Sunday that's mornings. Saturday night. What's yeah, Sunday morning Saturday. like? Yeah. <laughs> So Sunday mornings is um, children's ministry age, and usually that's kindergarten to grade five. For us, it's like age two um, to age 11. And um, 8.30, imagine, people can access Imagine if they have an outside support and their child is wishing to be inclusive in the classroom. Um, the door is open and imagine if they need to take breaks, but there's no programming. Okay. So they'd go into a regular classroom with their TA, kind of like in the school system. Or not a TA, but whatever. They're, a support they're, person. A support, yep. Yeah, person, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And then 10 a.m., imagine has like, a f- it's packed <laughs> and it's growing and that's great. It's such a blessing to be able to have this ministry. Um, but yeah, 10 a.m., the door's open. Uh, there's usually around 10 children right now. Okay. Um, so there's about 30 minutes of just getting used to each other because volunteers change. Um, so I'm finding that giving them about 30 minutes um, of structured playtime and, okay. and social interaction. And then we sit down, we share the gospel. Um, and right now I've I've um, changed a curriculum to format it to fit Imagine better. 
and um, we share the gospel. We pray together. More and more kids are like, I get a prayer request, which is oh, great. Sweet, um, right? Some even the nonverbal kids, they they'll express a prayer request now, which is just it's fantastic because we know they're connecting. Yeah. Um, and then after that, there's a built-in processing time of about ten minutes where they can um, they can engage in play or socialization or art or whatever they need to do. But I'm finding around the 10 minute mark after they've been given information, they're like, um, about that, Goliath, who's Goliath again? And like, why did he, why did, why was he so great? And why was David so great? And then you're like, okay, you're getting it. So it's a structured curriculum. It's a structured hour of, um, of, of fun and learning. That's neat. Yeah. And then same, it's exactly the same at 1130. It's just a, a smaller group, although it is growing very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how many families would you say, like you said, about 10 people at the 10 o'clock? What, in general, kind of over the, all the spectrums of the services, how many families are involved with Imagine we, right now? So there's probably about 40 families, 36 that um, consistently come. Wow. Yeah. Can you give us a range of the diagnosis that we have here? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, just like everyone's different. So um, when you say a diagnosis, one thing that people who are listening need to remember is that uh, if you say a child is living with autism, well, that one child is not going to be the same as the next child no, because they bring their so own big, personality yeah. and the way that God's created them. They're all so unique. Yeah. Um, we do have a lot of children living um, on the autistic spectrum, like they're yeah. living with autism, but in various ways. Like we have um, children who are nonverbal, completely nonverbal. We have children who will only um, verbalize through song. Oh, And then we have very high-functioning autism. Okay. Um, um, yeah, they're all... Th- yeah, they're all there. They're all people first. And yeah. uh, so yeah. I always encourage everyone that comes through my ministry as a volunteer to just, we don't need, it doesn't actually matter what they're living with. It just matters that they're a person and they're here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we have... Um, Oh, there's so many various diagnoses. Um, Down syndrome is one of them. We have uh, acquired brain damage. Yeah. Um, just trying to think off the top of my head. So there's some head. in wheelchairs, some not in wheelchairs. Yeah, as far as physical, um, yeah, some people are physically very able and other people require um, assistance, whether it's in a wheelchair or I have one child who comes in a wheelchair but will walk around with okay. leg braces yeah. while they're in Imagine just so they can be more mobile and closer yeah. to their peers and, and do what their peers are doing mm-hmm. and then back into the wheelchair when it's time to go home. Okay. Yeah. 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 So there's there's various different things. It's yeah, it's very unique to the individual and different. Yeah. But common most common diagnosis in Imagine that um, people come in with is is um, autism. Yeah. What would be the capacity in the room? Probably 20 kids plus support. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's pushing it. Okay. That would be like, yeah, that would be pushing it. Um, so the environment, as Imagine grows, I would imagine we're probably going to have to start looking at other environments. And I think <laughs> yeah. if I'm correct, it's not a drop-in program, right? People need to talk to you first. Yes. Um, and that is for the safety of the person, your loved one who wants to attend. We need to know about them so yeah. that we can support them and they yeah. can feel safe. And they can flourish. Yeah. yeah. If we if you just show up, they're not going to know us. They're not going to know the environment. We want to want to give them a he- the right person to help them. Or exactly. Yeah. 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 And so we want to be able to be um, comforting and supportive, and and know how to best support this person in their 
school for independence and 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 to be able to socialize and how are they going to connect to God's word that that takes time and planning. So yeah, yeah, um, you can always find on the website under imagine under ministries, or um, if you go to um, staff and you find my, my picture. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you look like. (laughs) Well, you will now if you go to the website under, yeah. Under imagine. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And just email me and I will send you an intake form and we will connect and make it happen. Sounds good. So Frida, what you have been in, someone who's experienced the benefits of Imagine. So how would you describe um, how this ministry has benefited your family? Okay. Imagine has just been a lifesaver for us. As a family, we all get to attend. We get to come and we get to worship. We get to serve and we get to um, socialize with other people. And we all have a place. Uh, Joel gets to feel included as do the rest of our whole family. It is really, really amazing. So that's something that you don't experience very often, you're saying? No. Like in general? In general, yeah. There's there's places where you just you, you just don't feel as comfortable or as invited or or it's just not possible, whether it's, um, you know, for the sound or, or just the environment itself. But here especially, um, because to, to worship and as Christians and just to be able to come and do it all together as a family. It's amazing. Yeah. Cause without yeah. imagine you, one of you would be staying home and that's right with Joel or yeah. taking turns or those kind of things. Right. That's right. We would yeah. go in shifts and, you know, and Joel has seen his sisters go to youth and it's something that, that, that right now is not working well for him, the typical youth program. So, so that he gets to come to imagine and be with his peers. And like Sarah has said, um, they get to have some fun and uh, and just yeah, just be people, yeah. It's is great, really great. Yeah. What areas do you think, um, like, are in terms of future that uh, the Imagine Ministry kind of could keep improving as Joel ages out or yeah. ages? What do you think are yeah. areas where you kind of see the needs for him for growth? Um, I would love to see uh, where Imagine participants would be able to use their gifts and also mm. give back and serve. Because mm-hmm. I know that is something that Joel is passionate about. Um, he does help Len Usher. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> That's he, great. On Saturday yeah. nights. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he loves he it. He does and, such a good job. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, he gravitates to the door and he loves yeah. to be a greeter. Yeah. And he's so social. Yeah. He's very friendly. Yeah, yeah. And he knows so many people here and so many people know him. And yeah. they, they seek him out. And it is so encouraging. Yeah. So to to see more of them out hmm. in the church and finding where they could use their gifts, that would be a, really amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and just to have, if it's possible, to have programs for them that could be like a youth or just a fun night, whether it's a Friday night or something mm-hmm. like that. Those kind of programs where they feel like it's their their social outing, yeah. you know, as well as coming to worship and learn and ask questions and. Um, it's been great to see. We were just talking before this podcast that our boys have kind of connected because Trevor's been yeah. a leader at day camp and Joel's been part of his group. And so I think that's been a great thing too, that the day camps have incorporated part of that as they can, yeah, having okay. workers and one-on-one time so that some of the kids that have those extra needs can be part of the whole day camp program. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Joel did several years of day camp and even even when he aged out, um, he, I, I believe he attended two years once he was even not 
the age that was <laughs> attending, but yeah. he loved it. And they made space for him and they had great volunteers. And every time, if there's a new volunteer, I'd imagine Joel is just so psyched to introduce us. <laughs> and he's just so passionate. You got to meet this guy, mom, or this <laughs> new so volunteer. Great. So volunteers, you guys are amazing. You do an amazing job for our kids hmm. and our families. Hmm. That's neat. Yeah. So Sarah, for you, you're just kind of getting your feet wet in this ministry and kind of like it is with any kind of ministry that takes over. Like when I took over in women's ministry, things changed and because they kind of go with your skills and your personality. And I think, well, you're stuck with me now until somebody else comes. So what is your vision going forward? What have you kind of observed as the program as you come in and and what's your vision for it going forward? Um, So when I stepped into Imagine in November, it had been closed or not running for a number of months. And so by the time we opened the doors, it had been about six months where the families had had like no, no imagine. So what that really actually means when I say no imagine is families couldn't come to church together. And so our goal in imagine is twofold. One, we want to create an inclusive community. um, And two, we want to get families to church. Yeah. Whole families not just part of the family, we want everyone here. Yeah. Um, and so my vision moving forward is to kind of break down the barriers or pull down the walls that um, that we perceive and, and get everyone involved inclusively in their age group. Yeah. So moving forward, that's what, what I'm setting out to do so that um, their needs are met in a way that, that makes sense to them, that you know, if they need a break, they can step out of the typical pro- program. Um, essentially, it's going to be a hybrid approach, right? Imagine's doors are always going to be open for those people who can't, they just can't be in the typical classroom. and that's Or the service or whatever. Or yeah. the service, yeah. yes. And that's okay because we want them to have a place here. But anyone that desires to try or can be in their typical area, we're going to support that too. So it's, yeah, there, it's like this path that's there's two paths and they're connected and they're kind of moving alongside mm-hmm. each other even though they kind of go different places here and there the idea still is to get everybody to church um, okay. so yeah the programming in, it's going to change over time it's just going to evolve um, as we grow in this new direction um, we want to make sure that those kids who are like Joel's been here since he was four he's right. almost 14 I think yes so you can see those needs changing, yeah. and and the, but the need is still there. He needs something, um, much like everyone else can imagine, that maybe the typical ministry isn't quite um, yeah, equipped to provide. Equipped right? to provide. Have so, the resources. Yeah. so it's working alongside every other ministry is essentially what Imagine's goal is. Like, yeah. how do we make it happen for youth? How do we make it happen for young adults? What's yeah. that going to look like? So mm-hmm. it's a lot of conversation and and uh, a lot of growing. Yeah. yeah. So who can volunteer for the program? Um, anyone 14 and older. And the truth is, if you're 13, we will pair you up. We'll pair you up with an older volunteer to mentor you. Um, yeah, but right now it's 14 and older. And the way that you can do that is you can go to the children's ministry area on the Northview website and or serve and fill out the volunteer form yeah. and submit it. And then we'll ask you to do a background check, like a CRC criminal record check. And somebody, so if it's me for Imagine, I will contact you. We will set up a meeting and we'll go from there. Um, we provide training. So I want to encourage people who are interested in this ministry 
and are like, well, I'm just your typical person, but I have a heart for this, apply. Come and apply. Come and talk to me. Let's have a conversation. I'm always in Imagine on the weekends. We can chat because I'm going to give you skills and knowledge to take those fears away and you're going to walk out feeling confident and knowing that you can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And you also need professionals, right? You need people who are nurses and EAs and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we we do have a lot of people who serve, um, who are from that background, but and we enjoy having them. But I just want that, I, yeah, I want person to, the to average person yeah. to know that you can serve too. Yeah, it's always valuable if you have some education or background and in, in, in experience, but you don't have to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really neat. Yeah. So as we wrap up this podcast, what kind of things would you want people to know? Um, just yeah, as they leave this discussion, what kind of things do you want them to know about different stories that have happened at Imagine, different things that you've experienced through it, different things maybe that you've heard families say about what Imagine means to them? What would be some things you want a congregation to know? Um, possibly, well, to the congregation, if, if you see these kids or participants, whatever, if they're not kids, if they're young adults, um, if they just seem a little different than the average person, just kind of take a few moments to either greet them, you know, say hello, smile, ask them how their day is, that kind of thing. And anybody out there, if you have a person that you feel would really benefit from Imagine, just contact Sarah. Like it is really, once you make that step, it's, it's just really, it's great for, for you, for you as a family and for your participant, for them to just, yeah, feel included, you know, if, if you give them the information that they need, it just fits. It just helps. If I can add to that, I'm the host at the Saturday night service most weeks. And we also have a lot of people that wander the halls that aren't able to or can't or don't want to yet participate in the typical service. They have neck and back injuries and so they sit on the sofa in the hallway or um, they're a little bit, they have struggles and so they wander the halls and we have some bleachers at the back and we call it the bleacher community in the best possible way. Yeah. Like there's just people that can't be in the service. Some are wandering around with their little children who can't sit still and and they didn't do very well in kids ministry that day. Like I would really encourage you to greet all the people that are in the hallway for all yeah. the different reasons they're there. It's okay wherever you need to be. It's so great that you're in the building. It's yeah. so great that you can hear the worship and you can hear parts of the message and you can visit with people. It's a great start, even if you aren't sort of the typical person sitting in the chairs in the worship service. Yeah. Yeah. It's and all some, great. Absolutely. Some people and women that I know came here for a couple of weeks before she even had the courage to go in the doors of the worship service because she wasn't a Christian. She didn't come from a Christian background. She didn't know what she was supposed to do when she walked in those room, you know, and when to sit and when to stand and when to... And so there's a lot of intimidation factor that people have. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Even walking into the church, right? So I think we need to, yeah, have our eyes open as we slip out and go to the bathroom or whatever and see people there just to say hi and, and engage make, with them. Uh-huh. And yeah. make them feel welcome. And that's yeah. one thing I find on Saturday nights when I serve in the coffee area there. I have so many people that just come and they come and grab a coffee and they just stand and chat for a few Uh minutes and you can just make them feel welcome and you can engage and the next time you see them and it's like oh hey you know hi and it, it's starting to make that relationship and that connection. Yeah, people need community. They right? do. At all different levels. Yeah. And not everybody in the hall is a Christian. Like no. We had for quite a while, we had a dad who 
his child was in the Imagine program and he came along with his wife and his family to support them, to get them here. Um, he needed to be there because to, to help his family, but he wasn't a Christian. So he sat in the hallway on the couches there in the hallway and developed his own sort of friendships, but he didn't want to be in the worship service because he didn't identify himself as a Christian. It's fine. And so now they've moved to Sunday because of the age of their kids. But I thought, huh, we can't assume people have the backgrounds that we have. We need to get to know everybody. They have their unique stories. And it's, I'm glad he was here. We had a chance to talk a number of times as I would wander the halls. It was good. That's right. Yeah. I know for me, being out in the hallways, and I'll just speak to this, there's two things. One, some of the people out there, it is a success of approximation. Absolutely. Just getting through the door is that challenge for that person on that particular Mm -hmm. day. And so I feel like as a congregation and as a church family, we need to lift them up. That's great. You made it to church today. You came through the doors. Yeah. Great to see you. So yeah, just to our congregation, don't be afraid to stop and say hello to the person sitting on a couch. Yeah. Don't be a... Don't be afraid to stop and smile or say good morning. Yeah. Um, take a minute and have a conversation. That's why we have a coffee place. <laughs> that's, that's right. right. Why that's we have the couches. That's, that's why right. we have the fireplace out so, there. <laughs> so let's let's break down that barrier a bit and, and um, cultivate some more community. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of that, too, is the first time I met the individual we were speaking about. Um, the young adult. Earlier. The young yeah. adult. Jane. Was because my daughter couldn't sit through the sermon. And actually, so Jeff was preaching that day. And it's so quiet. And it was such a good sermon. And then there's my four-year-old. Mom, I can't sit here anymore. Echo, echo, echo. This is taking a long, boring time. Echo, echo, echo. And I could feel like Jeff's eyes boring into the back of my head as I left the sanctuary. And so we were out in the hallway and... There she was, um, our our young adult sitting there because she couldn't couldn't sit in the sermon anymore either, and that's actually the first time I met her. Ah. Um, so you meet people, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just come and meet people. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. And do you find your families like the families that are part of um, Imagine? Do they are they a support to each other? Like the families who have kids in the program, how have you found that over the years, Frida? I have found, um, yeah, we see each other Saturday when if if that's the service you come to, and we've had a few planned get-togethers as families. But yeah. I found for us um, that is not so much the area that outside of those meetings that we necessarily get together. Yeah, well, you are connected um, but before, right? Yeah, so it might be different for other families. Th- that's too. right, yeah. because we've been here for you know since kind of day one yeah. of Imagine. Um, but every time we get together here, and I mean, there's definitely some pa- families we'd love to still continue and make those plans and get mm-hmm. together outside of church and have our kids get together for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think... Um, the feedback I get from parents is one, if we didn't have Imagine, we wouldn't be able to come to church. Yeah. Like literally some families would not make it to church yeah. or half the family would make it to church, but they definitely be coming as a whole family. And um, the other feedback I've gotten is that there are families who are new on their path with a child who has extra needs and there are connecting with families who have been doing it for, for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there is, um, some community there, and they're so grateful for that. Yeah, yeah. We all need people who've gone before us, yes. right? And yeah. Yeah. we often talk yeah. to people who are whose kids are older than ours, or oh, those yeah. kind of things, yes. right? Because it's just helpful to pick their brains. And so I can totally see how that would be a benefit. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, anything else you want to add, Thalia, or do you want to close no, us in prayer? Sure. Love yeah. to. Okay. Lord, we love you, and we want to love your people. 
like you say, to love you first with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then to love others. And Lord, there are so many different kinds of others. Mm. We've been talking about a group that goes to Imagine at Northview, but uh, Lord, all of the people that you love are in different churches as well. And I know that there are some listeners that come from other churches. Lord, would you provide support for people with special needs, whatever church they go to? Would you help them to have people who will walk alongside them, who will love their person with special needs? Lord, we pray that for the Imagine Ministry, that you would grow it at your pace, that you would provide the volunteers that are needed, that you would provide the sense of community and the care and the love for each individual and their family. Lord, thank you so much that families can come to church together and they can worship together. And we pray that you would help us to, as Frida said, to find more ways for everyone to be able to serve and everyone to be able to have programs that suit them. And that's not only those with special needs, but of every age group and every ability and all those things. And so, Lord, we put this in your hands. We ask that you grow this ministry as you wish it, as you would want, Mm -hmm. for the benefit of everyone involved. Thank you for Sarah and her work as a director of Imagine Ministries. Thank you for Frida and her family and all of the families that attend. And Lord, we just um, ask all these things in your name. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us. Thank Thank you. you.